0: On today's episode of Locked On Canucks, Bo Horvat rejects the Canucks' latest contract offer. Kevin Bieksa rejects the Dano Charles claims, and I reject everyone out there that thinks the Canucks should go into a full-on rebuild mode. It is Locked On Canucks, and it starts now. <laughs> Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. Of course, I'm your host, Justin Pooney. I hope you guys are all doing well. Of course, you can find us at on all your podcast platforms, please like and subscribe to Locked On Canucks whether that Spotify, Apple Podcast, wherever, whenever. I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen of the day. Also, please follow our show's Twitter account at Locked On Canucks, of course, on Twitter. For myself, you can find me at Twitter at Justin Pooney. that's J-U-S-T-I-N-P-O-O-N-I with an underscore at the end. On Instagram, at Process Sports with an underscore at the end. Also, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, just type in locked on Canucks and hit the like and subscribe to the subscribe button and like this video. So today, Canucks, of course, lost to Minnesota. Minnesota's a good team. It was, you know, another shorthanded goal given up. Canucks played well at certain stretches, but just couldn't score. And it was a rough game. Oh well, they move forward. We march. They play Calgary next, a team. Uh, that in their own right has not played the best. You know they lost to. You know it's a winnable game against the Calgary Flames. This is sure as hell is not the Calgary Flames from last year. This is a team that you know is a. It's kind of mid. You know the Flames are fifth in the Pacific, while the Canucks are sixth. You know there's a chance to be. There's a game to be had there. Now, that's not the news of the day today because that game is not until Wednesday. The news of the day is Captain Bo Horvat and his contract extension. Look, remember the whole JT Miller contract saga? Uh, oh, you know, he's you know, made the Canucks made their best offer. They're going to try to trade him. Uh, they're going to do all of this, and he's not going to be a Canuck anymore. What the hell happened? He signed a brand-new extension that apparently everybody hates now. Well, Bo Horvat apparently, reports have indicated that the Canucks made their best, their best offer on the Canucks captain. Apparently it was an eight-year deal. Bo Horvat rejected it. And now apparently they're going to open to trade him. Well, where have I heard this story before? Uh, Oh yeah, just a couple months ago in the summer, the Canucks were going to trade and looking for options for JT Miller. Look, one thing I've learned with this Canucks management is I don't believe anything until it actually happens. I thought JT Miller was going to walk out the door and he was going to be traded, yet yeah, he signs an extension. Everything that Jim Rutherford and Patrick Lavine have said, they want Bo Horvat to be a part of this organization for the long term. You know, Ken, there's indications earlier, or reports also, that the Canucks made a, a low ball offer of $5 million, a little bit over 5 something like that, and it pissed Bo off. Well, that's a part of contract negotiations. You aim low, they aim high, you find somewhere in the middle. Everybody out there thinks the Canucks are just going to give up on Bo Horvat and trade him. Clearly, just sometimes I look at Canucks Twitter, and so for for reference, right, as you guys all know, I do also do uh, content for the NBA and the NFL. Uh, And the NBA especially, I find NBA Twitter very toxic, very – uh, just fans shooting out stuff, and it just never anything thoughtful or anything. Just with anything with common sense, right? And I'm thinking Canucks Twitter is starting to get like that. People are saying, "Oh, well, you got to trade Horvat right now. You got to do this. You got to do that. This management thing is horrible. Nobody's reason what they're doing. This franchise is a disaster. It's a joke, and all that." Which, you know, and quite frankly, this franchise in the last ten years has not been very good. Right? They have not. They've not done a lot right, but they've done stuff right. One thing they did right was making Bo Horvat the captain. One thing they did right was drafting Bo Horvat when they got, when they traded away Corey Schneider. All this talk about whatever's going on in the locker room, the discontent, everybody's mad with each other. There's no infighting, all of that. Shut up. Simply that. Just stop. Okay? People need to just. Look at the cold, hard fact of the matter. Are the Canucks caps track? Yes. Can they somehow make a way to sign Bo Horvat? Absolutely. Will that require trading away a piece like a Brock Besser? Yes. Have I seen crazier things happen in a cap league like the NHL? Absolutely. Do I think Bo Horvat has already left? Like everybody's saying, everybody, this, everybody in the city of Vancouver. Canucks Nation has already projected Bo Horvat is out of town. He does not want to be here. I saw somebody put out that perhaps Bo Horvat doesn't want to be a Canuck anymore. I don't think that's the case. I think Bo Horvat wants to be a Vancouver Canuck. He's the captain of the team. He's playing his best hockey of his career, but he also wants to get paid for what he's worth. Okay. Well, Bo Horvat, what makes, what do you want to do? Do you want to cash in big, or do you want to take get paid well and also have a chance to be successful? Well, if Bo Horvat wants that, he's going to have to take a pay cut somewhere else to play on a contending team. Right? You're hearing teams like the Avalanche, the Penguins, the Leafs, all are interested in acquiring him. He'd be a pure rental player there. You think the Maple Leafs, the cap strap Maple Leafs, are going to somehow be able to sign Bo Horvat to an eight plus million dollar extension? Hell no. Do you think the Colorado Avalanche with guys like McKinnon, Landis Kog, McCarr, all these guys, they're going to be able to open up the bank vault. They couldn't even sign Nas Kadri last year. So now they're going to somehow have the funds to sign Bo Horvat. This is the case in point. It's all play through the media. The Canucks leaked this story to try to get Horvat to move and budge on his price. This is all just media hearsay playing through the media playing the market through the media to try to get their way and they did it with JT Miller they're gonna do it with Bo Horvat and I think everybody needs to calm down and pump the brakes this is exactly how Rutherford did it without with JT Miller this is exactly what they're doing with Bo Horvat again they're playing it through the media they're getting everybody riled up they're gonna say oh we're gonna trade him we're gonna trade him that all these trade offers would potentially come and the deal's not right and they end up coming to a compromise. I still believe in my heart of hearts that Bo Horvat is going to stay a Vancouver Canuck. Do I think Brock Besser is? No, I think Brock Besser is the likely forward out of town because they still got to find a way to keep Andre Kuzmenko. Could they trade Tyler Myers? Absolutely. Do I think there are certain ways that Canuck can make this round to keep Horvat and Kuzmenko around? Because I think those are the two guys you have to keep Kuzmenko's chemistry with Leeds Patterson is there and Bo Horvat is the absolute captain the leader and the best goal scorer on this team now I'm going to touch on this after the break the rebuild and how this fits ties back into the Horvat contract situation and how I think people need to open up their eyes and think about how a rebuild would affect the great landscape of the Vancouver Canucks but first I want to talk to you guys about the fine folks at Simply Safe. At Lockdown On Canucks, we believe home should be where you go, where you and your family feel the safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Lockdown On Canucks listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't put this off. Here's why I love it. As you guys all know, I travel back and forth from Vancouver and Toronto. And simply safe has demonstrated that the safety of my home and my family came first. You know, when, I, when I'm home in Vancouver, you know, I could feel, you know, I got a few alerts from in Toronto that my house could be at risk, but I was felt assured and taken care of. I can view my phone off my phone, excuse me, off the app, my through HD crystal clear security cameras and high-tech, and so I know what everything is going on. Plus this professional help whenever I need it with 24 seven monitoring or the 24 seven monitoring agent or a customer support staff simply safe was named the best home security system in 2022 by the U S news and world report for a third year in a row In emerging 24 seven monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from simply safe to catch capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real. So you can get higher priority police response. Simply Safe is a whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you when the threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under a dollar a day, less than a half the price of a traditional home security systems. With top-rate Safe apps stay in complete control, of your system. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras or adjust settings anytime, anywhere. Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off in any new system at simplysafecom NHL today. That's simplysafecom NHL. There's no safe like simply safe. Okay. We're back. Locked on Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. So here's my bone to pick. And it's kind of annoying me. So as I just mentioned, Bo Horvat rejected the Canucks offer. Now the Canucks are apparently looking for the best trade scenario. I don't believe it. Did the same thing with JT Miller. It's the same thing right now. I'll believe a trade when I see a trade announced on my feed or on TV or wherever. I still think Bo Horvath is going to be a Vancouver Canuck because why? This team cannot go into a full-on rebuild. Now, people are saying, oh, I'd accept a full-on rebuild. I'd accept everything tearing down. Well, let me tell you what a full-on rebuild is. Tearing this team down, burning it all down to the studs. If you want to rebuild, you're going to have to acquire a lot of picks. Well, nobody's going to take that JT Miller contract. Nobody's going to take the ekman larson contract. Nobody's going to take, you know, a Tanner Nobody has taken a Tanner Pearson contract. Nobody's going to take an Ilya McKayev contract right now. The Vancouver Canucks are stuck in a spot through their own doing, right, where they cannot afford to rebuild. You trade Jade, you trade Bo Horvath, yeah, you'll recoup some first-round picks and a couple prospects, maybe a player that can play right now or defenseman. You trade Brock Besser, you can get a player that plays right now. But that's not a full-on rebuild. That's a tweak. I don't understand this full-on rebuild talk because a full-on rebuild would require you trading everything out, requ- acquiring a whole lot of assets. And you have three guys. And one guy in particular, EP40 Elias Petterson. Do you think Elias Petterson? will want to re-sign because his contract's coming up too. Don't forget about that. Elias Pettersson's contract is coming up in the not-too-distant future for the Vancouver Canucks. Do you think Elias Pettersson is going to want to re-sign with the Vancouver Canucks if he has to go through another five years, another three to five years of hoping and praying that they build a cup contender? No. He's going to want to go elsewhere where he can win and put up big points and win, and and have a chance of winning a Stanley Cup. Excuse me, I said that twice. But if I'm Elias Pettersson, I hold all the cards to the Vancouver Canucks. I can dictate what this franchise does because I am the future and the present for the Vancouver Canucks. The Vancouver Canucks will do whatever it takes to keep Elias Pettersson, as they should. If you go into a rebuild, Who the hell is going to want to keep – who the hell is going to want to stick around? Well, JT Miller kind of has to stick around, right? But I don't think this makes any sense. The fan base is all down for, well, are you down to lose Elias Pettersson free agency? Are you down to potentially lose Quinn Hughes to requesting a trade? Could you lose somebody else? Are you okay with that? Are you? I'm going to ask you that question because I'm sure as hell not. I will do whatever it takes to keep Quinn Hughes and Elise Pedersen here in Vancouver. Do you think these guys that are in the prime of their career or entering in the prime of their careers will want, will want to go through another rebuild? Another, rebuild, another couple of years of ineptitude. No. This team, these guys are in the prime of their career and you have to put it in to win. You have to go. You have to try to win. Whether fans like it or not, right? You have to win. You have to put your chips in the middle of win because, yes, they're cap strapped. Yes, they're cap screwed. But what else are you going to do? Are you going to trade away assets and potentially lose other assets through free agency or trade demands because you're not a winning franchise? They could still lose them anyway, right? But that is another, re- another idea that has to be floated out there. Yeah, full-on rebuild sounds great, but think about it like this. You go into a full-on rebuild, you need to acquire as many young assets as you can get. Well, the only way you do that is you trade all these guys. You might even have to trade Quinn Hughes or Elias Pedersen or Thatcher Demko to get those young assets. Because I'm telling you this right now, Brock is not going to bring you a first-round pick. JT Miller's not going to bring you a first-round pick with his contract right now because nobody's going want to touch that contract. Maybe if you've got a desperate team, but it's not going to happen. Bo Horvat will get you a first-round pick. But a full-on rebuild is stripping everything down. Are you prepared to do that? I'm going to ask you that question. No. Because if you do, I'm not. I doubt people out there are because if you do, the chances just increase if you're losing EP40, you losing Quinn Hughes because they are in the prime position to want to win. That's as simple as that. And that's all I have to say. So before you all want to do the hard rebuild, hard reset, this team is not in no position to do that unless they want to lose their franchise cornerstones. Because that's the only way you're going to full-on rebuild is if you tear this thing down and burn it down to the ground, which Aquilini's not going to want to do, which the fan base thinks they want to do, but they don't think about the full plan of burning it down to the ground. And they don't want to do that. I don't want it. Nobody wants that. They are stuck. They have to go to win. At least make the playoffs. It has to happen. It simply does. I'm sorry. That's how it has to happen. Anyway, I'm all riled up right now. But coming up after this break, I'm going to talk about Zidane O'Chara and his idiotic comments and Kevin BX respectfully responding in a very sly way. But first... Thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that mattered the most to the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts' insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast services. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds. Get the latest odds on and trends on for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup. We've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports, you can find those at betonline.net as well. The fastest and easiest way to get to your betting info, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts. Okay, before I end this very rantful, Episode, it might be because it's Monday or whatever, but before I end this, I have one more bone to pick, and that's with Zdeno Chara. So, last week, Zdeno Chara goes on a podcast with uh, that slime ball Julian Edelman, uh, t- you know, typical Boston propaganda thing. And Zdeno Chara spews some whack ass story that the Canucks were practicing giving the Stanley Cup, practice handing off the Stanley Cup at the Boston Garden. They saw they all got upset. Now, that's, this is one of the stories that the truth has been fabricated so much and have been told so much that it actually seems like it's the truth. Uh, well, Kevin Bieksa, the, one of the leaders of that Canucks team back in 2011, came on Hockey Night in Canada and, of course, vehemently denied it because it did not happen. And the funniest part is, Zidane Ochara, uh, there was cameras all around. I know 2011 was a long time ago, uh, but there were still camera phones. There were still cameras around then. Uh, and they were and it would even hiding at the Stanley Cup Finals. You'd think, had the Canucks done that at a practice at the TD Garden, There would be cameras on it, footage of it. Hell, the riot happened a couple days later. There was enough footage of all of that, and yet there was no footage of the Canucks mysteriously handing off the Stanley Cup. Um, Dano Chara, I get it. You want to add some, you know, spice to this and make it sound a bit more folklore and all that stuff. The case of the point is this. That was a dumb comment to make. That was an absolute flat-out lie. It did not happen, but I get it. You want it to seem, you know, you're under the, the presence of a Super winner, June Edelman, who has Tom Brady, who has all these great stories and all this stuff, and you want to add your own BS to it to make your Stanley Cup seem more myth- mythical and and great and all that. Look, Hall of Fame career, great guy, but absolute BS to come out of your mouth. And I was so happy Kevin Bieksa respectfully said, why do you think I would allow that to happen? The Sedins, Luongo, three, oh, you see how he said first ballot Hall of Famers. Manny Mohotra, Kevin BX the leadership core. do you think they would allow the Canucks to do that? No. So whatever Zdeno Anchara was saying or doing, whoever told him, it's an absolute lie. It's a fabrication. And I'm glad Kevin Bieksa put the people's elbow down on Zdeno Anchara because that's absolutely just, again, it's a lie that's been stretched so long that I had to be fabricated and got some push. Again, Congrats on a Hall of Fame career, Zdeno Chara. Absolute lie. Whatever. The Boston Bruins were handed that Stanley Cup because of the refs. And, of course, Gregory Campbell's dad, Colin Campbell, worked for the league. Jeremy Jacobs and all of that with the NHL. uh, Wanting the Bruins to win and putting their whistles away. Why don't we talk about that, Zdeno Chara? Why don't we talk about the fact that uh, the league kind of handed you a Stanley Cup by freezing out the refs and the Canucks for getting power play opportunities. Let's talk about that. Oh, but that doesn't get uh, the play that you would deserve. Uh, Anyway. That is it for we have for Locked on Canucks today. I want to thank you for making Locked on Canucks, making this Monday episode a very rantful day of Locked on Canucks. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to discuss more about the Bo Horvat saga and probably some other juicy, salacious news that pops in Canucks land because that's what generally happens tomorrow. Dive to more Canucks, as I said. But uh, thank you for making Locked on Canucks your first listen of the day. For your next listen, check out Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast services. Take care, guys. Stay safe.